0: Folks we will uh, continue on uh, Sufi, Sufi crooks in Pakistan and how they are stopping its progress, its diversity, its technological advancement and a respectable place among 200 plus countries in the world. It had the potential to be a progressive country but unfortunately the military and Mullah Alliance created has created hurdles after hurdles to keep it backward there is no way a country can progress if the people running it are Mullah minded or have military mentality because the countries do not develop under those two crooks the countries develop under technocrats under academics under legal, legal fraternity who keeps who keeps the rule of law and allow human rights so it is uh, really uh, very bad luck for pakistan that since 1958 we had this brainless second class uh, crooks controlling the controlling the destiny of the country uh, there were some early, uh, early, early initiations by Pakistan government to ally with the Western world, which was a good uh, uh, move. But later, under military and mullah alliance, all those benefits were either went to the wrong places, either they enriched the corrupts or they were just wasted by the mullah gang because they did not allow any progressive mind in the country. In the, in the last episode we mentioned about Abdul Qadar Jilani. As I said earlier, this day is actually remembered as Giyarmi Sharif and not Kunda Sharif. Kunda is actually a Shia tradition Which is as absurd as any other Sharif drama. We will talk about that later. Uh, Abdul Qadir Jilani was one of the biggest crooks Iran produced, and its fake fake followers, (coughs) who sometimes claim to be Turkish origin and sometimes Iranian origin, are nothing but a curse on Pakistan. These Mullahs were against the creation of Pakistan but as soon as it was created by the power and intelligence of a man without any support from Allah, Mullah or any Arab, these leeches attacked the country to make it an Arab colony. Uh, The crooks like uh, Modudi came to Pakistan, the very country he said should not be established and he called his father of the nation as Kafirism instead of Kaidism. The damage he did to Pakistan is really unimaginable and Pakistan wasted almost four generations behind this stupid ideology of Islam and Allah and Muhammad. And the way he wrote uh, his books from, starting from short stories is uh, nothing but lies. Although he was kind of uh, Wahhabi mentality, he was in clash with the Sufi controlling almost 60% of the country, but he still managed to blind the minds of new generations and created a student faction of its party, Jamaat-e-Islami, known as Islamic jamaat e and then those stupid guys, they only created hurdles and disallowed any right to anybody. Uh, Mohdhudi uh, literally was the reason why uh, Pakistan went towards the wrong way when he started a campaign against Qadiyanis, who had created the country, who were the smartest in the country, who were the most educated in the country, and who wrote Pakistan Resolution. It's unimaginable that a country who got independence from the efforts of Qadianis and minorities will start calling them Kafir. And the whole nation will be made a slave to Arab cause. After 1973, it even got worse and when Saudis got some free oil money, they literally controlled and destroyed the country from the beginning. Pakistanis were told that the invaders to India were very good people and they were sent from Allah, they were the Mujahids and all that bullshit. The fact is that they were invaders. They came to plunder the land. They came to make harems, And whoever stayed in India did nothing for a common man. They either created big uh, uh, palaces or uh, big uh, uh, places for them for their own security. And there was nothing done for an average Muslim or Hindu Pakistan's syllabus in school was changed and all the history created by GHQ under Ziaul Haq was inducted in it Uh, Arab invaders were giving giving high marks the secular ideology was taken out of the and the Quran, which has nothing for this world, was inducted right from grade 1. The hate of for minorities and other sects continued unabated. Then we saw some uh, novels written by a writer called Nasim Hijazi who just uh, put those old Arab barbarians on high pedestals calling them Mujahid and Men of God. The fact is, whether it is Arab history or Pakistan history, these were plain barbarians. They had no agenda. They never helped any average person. They never did any progress. All they had was a sword. And killing, beheading Uh, harassing, terrorizing was their main tactic and their aim was to expand their empire at the cost of a common man whose life they made miserable people like uh, Mohammed bin Qasim Mahmud Ghaznavi Toghlaqs, Khirjis and what not were prompted were promoted to be Pakistani heroes, the GHQ uh, used his uh, missiles name also uh, named after those Afghan and Iranian invaders, although they knew that these invaders created miserable condition in their land. But when it comes to power, they don't care about anything the Pakistanis started uh, learning wrong history and wrong geography and we saw that three generations of Pakistanis were mentally confused and unable to make any rational thinking. Rational thinking and criticism is against Islam and that is what GHQ and Mullah gang likes. They will say all these uh, uh, drama of uh, Islam has this and Islam has that, but the fact is, on the ground, it is, this is nothing. It's a zip. Nada. No rights at all. Only the powerful corrupts and Mullahs have rights. Starting from uh, Muhammad bin Qasim, who uh, literally uh, destroyed uh, the Sindh and then we saw Tughlaqs, Ghaznavis, Khijijis coming in in droves. Every 10 to 15 years, somebody from Afghanistan and Iran will come uh, for money and a woman and will plunder the land in the name of religion. Then we saw Temur, the the famous warrior of Central Asia he came and he plundered India. He killed hundreds and thousands over 30,000 in one day. His main hobby was creating a minaret of dead skulls. During the Mughal rule from 16th to 18th century They fought over 100 plus wars either between their own brothers or with Hindus, Marathas, Sikhs and others. In this atmosphere of continuous killing and grief for common men who had anything for himself or his family, people had to live one day at a time and they had no guarantee of their life or property or even security. Their life was absolute uncertainty. The warring king with more than 100,000 people, horses and elephants will pass through India, Indian land will, and will take over or destroy every town or city they pass from. Of course, they had to feed their people because they don't take the food with them. So, they will uh, rape women, they will kill men, and they will do any heinous crime against the humanity while invading or warring another opponent. They covered as much as 50 to 300 square miles at any particular instance. And most of the taxes paid by farmers and artisans were used in killing and expanding the empire. The life of a common man was an absolute horror. If you read the history and the invasion of Nadir Shah and then Abdali on the invitation of another Muslim ruler or famous Mullah of his time, Shah Waliullah the was the most devastating for Muslims in Punjab. Even the Sindh was totally destroyed. The famous poet Bule Shah from Punjab said, And I quote, Eat whatever you have, wear whatever you have, because tomorrow Nadir Shah will come and will take away everything. I mean, they took so much wealth from the average Indian that when he went to Iran, he did not levy any tax on his own people for three years. I mean, what kind of humanity or what kind of religion is that? which allows that kind of barbarism and then we still call those people mujahid islam or heroes. Unbelievable. This is the kind of mentality which uh, novels written by Nasim Hijazi and the crap written by Modudi and many other mullahs created and and destroyed the mind of Pakistani kids and then kids after kids and after kids. It's almost four generations and the people still don't know where they should go who their leader is if they claim their leader was Afghanistan all the Awanis want to do is kill Pakistanis. If they say their leader is from Iran all the Iranians hate Pakistan. So what kind of history these GSQ gang and Mullah groups have made for a new generation or for every generation? This is really unbelievable. Instead of uh, making heroes out of their history, which is more than 5,000 years old, these people have gone to the wrong side of the history. The Nadir Shah and Abdali invasions to India totally weakened Mughal control to an extent that British forces have no problem in taking over Delhi. Nadir Shah as I said killed over 200,000 people during his campaign which lasted only for a few months and these barbarians are heroes of Pakistan created by our own people. The history how Pakistan fell into the hands of these Arab dogs is very painful and a disgrace. For example, Pakistan was created or got independence on August 15, same time as India. This declaration was made by British. Monarch, monarchy, and its first anniversary celebration were on August 15th. No one can dare to change it while Qaedaism was alive. The second anniversary was celebrated on August 14th. Because August 14th, 1947, night was shab e a night mentioned in Qur'an. and the slavery of Pakistan started again. During the previous slavery of Pakistan, we were told to be law-abiding, have freedom of faith, and respect of minorities. When Arab slavery started, the country turned into a jungle where black barbaric laws and history was given prominence and an ideology which only gives the status of slave of Muhammad or Ali was established. You can see many ceremonies on YouTube where Pakistanis are howling as dogs, walking like a dog and are proud to be called Sage Ali, means dog of Ali. Every honor, self-respect, or dignity was thrown out of Pakistan. Then an average IQ Prime Minister, Lakat Ali Khan, who really did not deserve to be the second in command of Jinnah, agreed to adopt the objective resolution to make Islam supreme in Pakistan. A religion which only created a racist, sexist, homophobic, and anti woman and minority system of governing. Only good for Arab tribal culture. Non-Arabs like Pakistanis would only own dark ship of Arab flag as one Saudi Mullah said it so recently. Instead of continuing the great British tradition of human rights, independent, independent judiciary and civilian control, we saw even Islamized courts violated their oath and allowed law against the rule of law. This emboldened the military thugs and the first government toppled in 1958 within 10 years of independence. Country was confirmed to be a certified Arab slave under military. Then in 1973, we saw a constitution infested by Islam and the death warrant of human rights, women rights and minority rights was enforced. The minority sects who struggled to create an an independent country were declared kafirs and not eligible to live in the same country, the country they created. Then came the brainless General Zia, who who hanged a democratically elected Prime Minister. After Afghan war, the Mullah became bloodhounds, killed over 100,000 of its people. And more than four times killed in Afghanistan war were killed by them. There is hardly 30 to 40,000 men killed in Afghanistan during the Russian invasion. The invaders to India became Pakistani heroes, and the real heroes were forgotten. GHQ is in the forefront of this humiliation of Pakistan Pakistani people, who suffered as much as Hindus and even more by these invaders. There is nothing to the credit of these invaders for average Muslim, forget about Hindus. All they did was looting, making harams, forts for their protection and masks for mullahs. Only Muslims saw some peace and support during British era of 150 years, where education prospered, railway system was established, and the largest canal system for irrigation was developed. What British did for Pakistan, it is unable to even manage today, like railways, bridges and canals. And every now and then, we have issues with their durability and the risk they face now because they are so old. British established a great agricultural system in Pakistan and India alike. After British left, India followed that ideology. And all Pakistan could do was to self-destruct itself and lose All the respect. Thanks to GHQ, the low IQ, second class crooks and mullahs. Anyone who talks sense is against the ideology of Pakistan according to these crooks. And the ideology of Pakistan no one can define. They call Islam as ideology of Pakistan and the history tells us Pakistan was not created for Islam. It was created for Muslims of India who had many versions of Islam. And they were better Muslims when we were under British rule. Now, today, they pit everybody against each other on the basis of language. Every ethnic group hates each other. Every mullah group hate every other mullah and they all want to kill each other. This happened because when you empower a low IQ, do nothing, jobless crooks like mullahs to control the land and the mind of its its young people, they will definitely keep it so clogged that today Ninety percent of Pakistanis can't even think properly that who they are, where they come from, and what they really want to do. Everybody is in mental limbo. Everyone who say against these stupid, uh, what they call ideology of Pakistan, is considered a threat to national security. The government is strangulating the country, its intellectuals, even university academics who are killed or detained in the name of national security. In India, you talk about anything you like and you are protected by constitution. While in Pakistan, an average Pakistani is denied all rights and freedom. Either blasphemy stupid law will apply or censorship laws will disallow any any criticism of military, their bosses, Arabs and even Mullahs. No one is allowed to criticize Islam, a curse on Pakistan. No country in the world gives any importance to its holy books because they were for dark ages, Quran being the worst because all it does is creates hooligans and terrorists. But GHQ want every Pakistani to remember Quran by heart, be good Arab slave and waste 30% of his life on stupid ideology and rituals. Pakistanis do not need these claps. They only need Qadiyazam and they need idi. Only these two people should be important for Pakistanis to learn all the humanity, all the respect of law and all the rules and regulations so important to develop the country, to put it on progressive lines and be part of a civilized world. British democracy and rule of law, they taught, have done wonders for any country they once had under their wings. Their empire was six times bigger than the Arab empire. The Arab empire, starting from the four so-called Rashidun caliphs, 120 years of Umayyad rule and few hundred years of Abbasid rule, was nothing but an ex- absolute barbarism, absolute uh, dictatorship where nobody has any rights while the British who were blessed to have six times bigger than that Empire did wonders for that land wherever they went they established democracy they established national army they established a legislative, department section and there was a check and balance on administration. They might have lapsed in some aspects of administration because they were definitely not in India to make everything right. They tried their hard to educate every Indian and let them correct the system from within. India followed those rules and today is a superpower. Pakistan became Arab slave and uh, put those barbarians from 7th century to 12th century on the pedestals and we can see the result today. We can say that British were the most blessed nation in the world because they did created great uh, imperialism, Um, I mean uh, great uh, great country where sun never went down they ruled almost half the land of the world and wherever they go they established rule of law and they showed everybody how an honest and respectable nation should live. We did not learn from it and then we saw ourselves going downward. Interestingly, uh, the British never took their mullahs in what, whichever land uh, they went. Uh, after establishing their power, they did not ask any of their subjects to say "Dhurut Sharif for their God, Prophet. Or rulers, while Pakistanis have been forced to shower respect as a nation or group of people who did nothing for humanity, not even developed a single medicine, any scientific laws, physics rules, or chemistry formulas, and their development in science created wonders what we see today the computer was also created by the system established by uh, british the british ones used to rule united states and they left great traditions which americans followed and became the superpower but they never asked that you say drud to our leaders or our queens like Pakistanis are done have done under these Sufi mullahs. One Sufi mullah, the crook, Tairul Qadri, he showed a room to a visiting mullah from Saudi Arabia where more than 20 little kids poor from poor family, they were reciting Dhruv Sharif day and night. I mean, what kind of mind this guy has? This Dhru Sharif, which really has no meaning, has no value, and no effect on the life of a person he is pushing them to make it billions and billions of times on a prophet who was ditched by his own people he was left to die when he was sick and today no Pakistanis can say a word on anything Arabic this is really worse than slavery I wish God keep blessing British where every Pakistani want to migrate after spending 20 to 25 lakhs from the very country they got freedom. What a joke Pakistan has become. It's time to come to their senses, get rid or at least sideline the religion, be a democratic and human rights follower, respect your minorities, including Qadiyanis. Qadiyanis created Pakistan. No Allah, Mullah or Arab involved. They deserve to be respected more than any sect. They are Punjabis and all Punjabis hate them. And who made them hate? Hate this GSU game. God bless.